Hey guys, welcome back to Navigate. Our hope here is to help you engage with God. My name's Ben and I'm joined with Ryan. We're pastors at a church in Brisbane called Southside. And today we're continuing in Deuteronomy. We're up to Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 11 through to verse 20. This passage is one that calls God's people to choose life. As we work through this passage, we hope it's refreshing wherever you are. Here's what God's word says. Now what I am commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven so that you have to ask who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so that we, we may obey it. Nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so that we may obey it. No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you may obey it. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, and to keep his commands, decrees, and laws. Then you will live and increase, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. But if in your heart you turn away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life. And he will give you many years in the land he swore to give your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So I'm joined with Ryan, and we're going to have a chat over this passage. Hey, Ryan. Hello. Welcome to the cast. Thanks. Haven't called it that before. (laughs) Uh, But, you know. It's good to be here, Ben. Good to be here. Uh, (laughs) As we work through this passage, I mean, you do get a sense that these verses here kind of summarize in many ways what Deuteronomy has been talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And it's what really strikes me about all this is it's, yeah, there is a choice um, to choose life. Yeah, it's so clearly um, yeah, it's in the context of this loving relationship, like where God's brought clarity to who he is, who they are, and what it looks like to live with him, which means that they can have a sense of um, responsibility or control, or like it makes the choice yeah, clear for them actually yeah. what it means to live with God, um, yeah, or not to to choose life or to choose death. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we've gotten this as you're saying. It's so helpful. Deuteronomy is a book grounded in the grace that God has given His people. Uh, we've seen that in how He's provided for them an escape from Egypt, uh, the guidance in the wilderness victory over Sihon and Og over and over again, the grace that God has shown them. And then, yeah, now it is actually this question to them, will you choose life or will you choose death? And it's quite powerful that he's saying, I've set before you today life and prosperity or Mm. death and destruction. Um, Will you love the Lord your God? Will you walk in obedience with him, keep his commands? We see this in verse 16. Mm. Or will you turn away? Oh, as you yeah. put this to us a few episodes ago, or will you run back to Egypt mm. uh, in this way? That's right. It's like, yeah, God says, like, I am your life. Or, you know, the Lord your God, who you're called to obey for, he is your life. Hold fast to him. It's it's very much who are you going to turn to in a loving relationship? Like God's set before you his way, 
and who he is or yeah um you'll turn in your heart back to yeah back to egypt and it is really important for us to i think just to slow down and just appreciate like uh, our relationship with god is a real relationship it's a loving relationship where there is always a sense of choice to be made Mm. um are we gonna wake up today and you know actually keep in step with him yeah um yeah hear from him uh, love him and yeah it's it's interesting it's this again with um with deuteronomy it's this emphasis on today Mm. choose today choose life now yeah and we'll see for israel going forward it will have to be a continuous choice for them day by day yeah to love it's not just a one-off commitment it's a it's mm. a journey or it's a relationship a lifelong relationship mm. now it's so helpful too in the context of that relationship you do get that idea will you follow and love uh the lord your god will you walk in obedience to him love and obedience mm. they go together uh but then you get the opposite as well but if you're verse 17 but if your heart turns away and you are not obedient mm. and you're drawn away to uh bow down to other gods and worship them then you will be destroyed And so the two ways to live, the decision to follow God Mm. or reject him is a decision, I guess, primarily on your heart and Mm. who you will love more. Yeah, that's right. And it makes sense. Like if God's saying, I am your life, choose me and you'll have life and you'll have blessing. That if we choose or Israel choose to not turn to God, they choose to be in relationship or to love something else it's actually not choosing life it's, yeah it is choosing the opposite of life which is death yeah and the, this kind of cursed life it's not going to be a good time for you um mm. yeah actually unplugging yeah from the one who is life yeah now it's really helpful and important that we make sure that we get this idea right that when we are talking about choosing life and obedience an obedience that Mm. leads to life or um, rejecting life and a disobedience that leads to Mm. death. It is in the context of a loving God that wants a relationship with his people. Um, As we've seen in Deuteronomy, God has made them his treasured possession. You know, he has set his affection towards them. And I think it's just so important that we make sure we're kind of, we are intentionally doubling down on this, Mm. um, even as a podcast to go when it comes to us and God, it is a God who wants in love, a loving relationship with us Mm. and a God who calls us as his people to love him in response. Um, You know, we often uh, talk about this idea of uh, when you think about the relationship context as well. Mm. Um, So I'm married to uh, my wife, Elizabeth, and uh, there's this illustration we use a a fair bit around here of, um, you know, if uh, I do all the right stuff, and yet ignore her, um, that that's actually unloving. You know, if I, whatever, <laughs> clean the car, <laughs> clean the house, do all the right stuff, but then don't talk to her, it's still unloving. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you flip that, and um, it's equally unloving if I give her all of my attention, but don't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. the dishes are always in the sink, that, you know, I'm not actually helping her, I'm not showing her love in an action. Um, that both of those things are unloving. And even in that context of that relationship, it is both my attention and my action. Yeah. And I think when we're talking about God, this is what he requires. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's super helpful. And I think that's, it is one of the pictures that God uses of his people as we continue to read the Bible. He talks about it as being a marriage of mm. this 
coming together of this heart being of of love for the other person and yet that also being reflected in how they treat the other person so it's yeah the, the thoughts and feelings um aligning with what's said and done and yeah. i think that's what god's calling his people to do to choose to yeah to love him and to follow him to obey him to, yeah. to do what is um yeah actually loving in response to god yeah and like in any relationship that is dictated by the person like yeah i don't get to tell you know i don't get to tell my wife sarah what's loving or i don't get to tell you hey ben this is loving for you um she you tell me mm. how i can love you yeah sarah tells me how i can love her um and god says hey look i've told you i've been so clear i've yeah. done everything i've told you i've shown you um now choose me be with me yeah um, not choose just, life um, yeah that's right yeah it's really helpful um as we see this it's helpful to make sure that we do read this in the context of this relationship now, uh, there's also been this helpful way of thinking about uh, the story of the Bible or the drama of the Bible mm. uh, in a really helpful uh, picture or tool, even if you want to call it that, um, called Two Ways to Live, yeah. uh, which is what we're you know doing at mm. youth at Southside Youth at the moment, running through um, those. And yeah, I just want to shout out to any Southside Youth listening. Uh, but we've been working through this idea of two ways to live, mm. um, which is simply the story of the Bible. In some ways, you could say that Deuteronomy 30 is capturing that. Yeah. Um, but it is this idea that God has made the world. Um, we've rejected God or ignored God. Um, the punishment for sin is death. Um, Jesus died to take our place. He rose again. And at the end of it, you have this, this just question. All right, there's two ways to live. Either you can choose Jesus mm. and find life in him, the one who said, I have come to bring life to the full, or you can reject Jesus, but know that that actually leads to death. Yeah, that's right. And it's what's striking in that story is it's like you said, it, it God comes to us, comes near to us. Yeah. And he does that. We see that with Israel, um, but like you mentioned, particularly um, finally fully in Jesus. Mm. And yeah, it's that personal question. Hey, yeah. what what do you what do you choose? Do you yeah. like look at everything I've done for you? Jesus says, "Hey, look at my love for you. I've come here for you. Um, yeah, I've died for you. I've laid down my life for you. So, mm. do you want to come with me, or do you want to not?" Like, yeah. Yeah, it's as you're saying that I uh, am struck and I think about this moment in John 14 when um, Jesus is speaking to his disciples and they don't really know what's going on. Um, and he's talking about how he's going to heaven to prepare a place for them. And yeah. then he says, you know the way uh, to heaven, basically. And Thomas replies, and he's like, Lord, how do we know? You know, we don't know where you're going. We don't know the way. And Jesus says basically you do know the way mm. because you know me yeah and i think that's kind of what we're talking about here to mm. choose life we're saying yes i'm i'm going with jesus yeah i'm aligning with him i'm choosing him i'm following mm. him i don't know the ins and outs of exactly what it's going to look like mm. but when he says to follow him and to live life as he's called us to do we push into that. That's right. And I think it's exactly what Moses is saying, that God is saying here, um, when God says, "He, oh, I'm your life. He is your life. Um, go with him yeah. and you'll have life. Yeah. 
Cool. Uh, really helpful passage uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and uh, really cool ways that we see this fulfilled in Jesus. Now, as we wrap up from this passage, the challenge from this passage is actually super simple. Um, there are two ways to live. Either we can reject God and we get exactly what we deserve. We face death because we've rejected Him. God will give us what we want, which will be an eternity without Him. Or we can accept Jesus and choose life. He takes our punishment and we get His status and reward. The challenge is that it's called two ways to live because it's not just a decision that we make in our heads, but a reality that plays out in our lives. And so we want to ask this question to you wherever you are right now. Will you choose life or will you choose death? God calls us and wants us to choose life, which is found in Him. Thanks for listening today. We hope you were able to hear God speak through His Word and that this was encouraging for you. We'd love to encourage you to engage with God in prayer now. Thanks heaps. We'll see you next time.